Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. On tonight's show, I'm joined by Najee Karat and Paul Hope. Evening, fellas. Good evening. Good evening, chaps. Well, we certainly nailed that prediction. The defence played like a championship team. Is there anyone in particular you want to single out for having an exceptionally great game, Najee? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean... I said it in the chat during the game. I'll give credit when credit is due. Jimmy Ward had an absolutely amazing game. Uh, can't can't deny that. Uh, one game over six years doesn't change how I feel about him. But yeah, he did, um, and definitely helped us. I think I think you're right. Our whole defense played lights out, championship level, um, and I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna talk about specific in a bit but yeah good victory good good game uh but we did make it harder than it should have been um which i'm sure we'll talk about as well yeah without a shadow of a doubt we made it harder than what it could have been i think the rams were there for the taken um i think you mentioned it on the the preview show shanahan's definitely got mcveigh's number he he knows Mm -hmm. exactly how to play against them um so yeah it could have been could have been a lot more comfortable than what it was um, I don't think we kept Aaron Donald as quiet as I was expecting us to keep him after the previous game. But even when he was playing on form, and he, he did have a cracking game, yeah. we still beat them. So it, it's it's really pleasing. And because the, I absolutely hate the Rams, they're my number one rivalry team. I was over the moon with that result last night. Interesting. Not the Seahawks then. No, no, it's the Rams. It's, it's. I think it's purely because obviously I go back a long way yeah, before yeah. the Seahawks were in our division, and it's always yeah. been the Rams for me. Um, so yeah, that that was a a very pleasing victory last night. Yeah, it's always nice to beat them. No, no, no doubt. Even when when they were St. Louis and the greatest show on turf or whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, it's always nice to beat them for sure. So do you want to start off with the the defense then? Sure. Yeah. I mean, what can we say? We played. Yeah, I think I think you got it right. This was probably the best defensive display I've seen all season in the NFL period. Maybe the Bucks against the Packers had a, a, a similar game, I would imagine. But I think, yeah, we had everything, you know, big plays, turnovers, stoppage over and over and over and basically allowed one play, I think. The whole game, which which kept them in uh, that that big sixty-one yard by yeah. Makers, um, which was in the fourth. You know, uh, we are still lacking quite a lot of player. We're still down to to some backups, especially on the D line. I think I think we were missing what four D linemen yesterday. So um, when rotation comes about, you know, you you're slightly less fresh in the fourth than than you should be, and and, and I think that that's why it showed on that on that big play. Uh, but you, you know, I don't think anyone had a bad game. Uh, uh, Jimmy Ward clearly, definitely the MVP of this game on defense. Anyway, uh, Fred Warner had a solid one. Jason Verrett and Richard Sherman were just absolutely solid. Um, made Cooper Cup and and Robert Woods disappeared. Kinlow made another step forward. Armstead was 
in Goff's face all the time, even though he, he didn't get the once again the recognition and the sacks and the pretty stats. But everything comes from him, I think. Kerry Hyder had another two sacks. Um, I, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Greenlaw stepped up as well. Brilliant game from Greenlaw. Um, yeah, I just I can't really fault anything. Paul, any any takes? Victory Monday, gentlemen. <laughs> Victory Monday. It's been Victory three Monday. weeks since we can say that, lads. Um, I don't know. I just feel with the preview show, and we, we all called the score and sat at home. At one point, Nadji, I thought you were going to get your wish when it was 17-3 up. The other half sat down on the couch next to me, and she was like, wow, you're winning. You're in control. I was like, yep, we certainly are. And then that 17 points sp- spell when it turned around, I thought, this is the emotional roller coaster that being a UK 49er <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> I went yeah. through every emotion possible. And then at the end, she was like, there's about 60 seconds left there. What are they doing? I was like, we're running the clock down so Robbie Gould can score a last minute field goal. And she's like, like in Edinburgh. I was like, yes, yeah. like in Edinburgh. <laughs> and then when that went over, I mean, small pocket of. The UK, I, we were all off the chairs, leaping up and down. I mean, like you said, Nadji, the defence was awesome. I mean, amid the chaos and frustration, the 49er defence showed us, this is who we are. And like you said, Lee, Charles Shanahan's just got McVeigh's number. Um, just that I'm feeling I think, very I, smug. I think Robert Sandy has got Shanahan's number, really. Um, yeah, yeah no, you're no, probably no. right yeah, there. You're probably right there, Nadji, yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've, I, obviously it's a... He, Kyle is a head coach, so everything goes through him. But yeah, what a performance. They just they just had no answer. They just couldn't get going. And if it wasn't for that 61 yard, they would have barely had 200 yards of offense with, you know, four turnovers on our part, which we'll talk in a bit. But yeah, no, absolute domination. Um, but you're right. It was 17 to 3. Uh, we could have made this 24 to 3 and, and basically... I think the game would have been over at that point and we just decided to keep the game close. And it's something we've been doing for the next the next the last two years when you know we've started playing well. Is we, we we like to keep keep you know to keep team close and not bury games all the time. I think the Falcon games last year was the reason we lost it. We we kept it close. We could have, you know, finished it at the half but we didn't I think the Philly game this year was the same I think you can you can look here and there and games have been closed that shouldn't never been because we were definitely the better team on Sunday yeah I think what uh, last night showed us is how good we actually are yeah because of the quality that was on the field Largely the quality that was on the field we'll get to some parts that weren't quality (laughs) but yeah we, we we've got we've got a quality in depth, uh, and when you talk about the third and fourth stringers and the guys that have come from the practice squad all contributing, it's it's absolutely fantastic. It it actually it's annoying a little bit because then you start wondering, well, how mm-hmm. good we could we've been yeah. if we hadn't had all these injuries, but we're not out of it. We're only one game back. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're one game back. We're still in the hunt. Um, but yeah. It, it's the what ifs, isn't it? And to everybody that said, "Oh, but every team's got injuries." Well, clearly yes, but look at what the difference it makes when when you have Debo and Sherm and Mostard back. Uh, it's it's day and night, isn't it? 
if if these three guys aren't there, we don't win this game. But plain and simple. Yeah, Richard Sherman was just such a key piece to be back, wasn't he? Um, when I was yeah. preparing for my notes tonight, I came across an interview we'd done back in January when he said one of his most redeeming qualities is blind faith. And I thought, you definitely need that with this year's San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you see the stat they put on the um, on the broadcast after he got his interception? Oh, he didn't, he didn't have an interception since November, was it? No, October 27th or something like that, wasn't it? No, no. I don't think it said no. that. It's his first interception since the NFC Championship game. Yeah, but they don't count post-season uh, stats as regular season stats. So. Yeah, well, he, yeah. Got, he got an interception last year as well. I mean, he got mm-hmm. three in the regular season, then he got it another is, yeah. two in the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, just the way the stat came across, it was as though he's waited a long time to get that interception. And I was thinking, well, he's actually only played two games since, since, yeah. since the uh, <laughs> NFC Championship game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, what a difference it made if, you know, I've been I've been a, a, an officer of signing him back in, and I think you can tell the difference that he makes to our defense as a whole. I think having him is not just well, he's locked down pretty much one side of the field and, and has big play potential. Is there was a different air about our defense last night? There was a different swagger. Vibe. Yeah, there was more swagger. There was more confidence to. There was more uh, motivation. Um, even though the, the offense didn't move the ball, you could tell they were they knew they, they could stop them and, and they were going to do it repeatedly, even though, you know, the, I think without Sherman, maybe they would have crumbled in the fourth and, and we might have lost this game. But, yeah, what well, he's such a key piece to our defense. I really hope we can sign him back next year. And and if people disagree with me, just, just watch the game again. And... <laughs> and, and and we'll see, we'll see at the end of the season, obviously. But what a difference! Yeah, I'm I'm so glad he's back. I'm so glad Uncle Shum is back. And uh, yeah, it's great to see him having a pick to celebrate it as well. It's great. I mean, we said in the, the show the other week, didn't we, about um, Sherman? And like you said, Nadji, his presence just off the field in the locker room, mentoring yeah. the younger teammates. Like you said, they just his positivity on the field. I like that tackle he put on Goff. I think just towards the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. Goff was just running out, and at first I was thinking, "Where's the flag for roughing the pass?" And it wasn't. It was a perfect tackle, and I think it just demonstrated that grit. I mean, Shanahan said that was what we wanted to bring into this game. We wanted to make it, you know, it was won and lost in the trenches. What do you think, Lee, about Uncle Sherm? You on the hype train with me and Nadji? Or... Oh yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was excellent. <laughs> um, I, I was, exp- I wasn't actually expecting him coming back and being as good as what he was last night. No, that's because true. he said it himself. It's yeah. going to take us two or three games to get game ready or well, what, to get up to game is, speed. That boats, but that was well for the next two or three games. Then. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, so hopefully he is completely injury free. Um, hopefully he stays injury free. More importantly. Mm. And uh, obviously, we are going to get some more pieces back, um, especially on the D-line. So, DJ Jones should be back for the next game. Um, and with any luck, we should have Blair back within the next two or three games as well. Um, week 13 was when he was slated to to come back. Uh, and I think that would be a huge boost as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, as I said, I think it just brings more rotation, more deaths different skill set to throw at, at all lines and keep them off balance um and, and you know maybe this 61 yard 
run by Cam Akers, which was pretty impressive, to be fair to him. He's a good rookie. Um, it just doesn't happen because you're fresher. Uh, yeah, speaking of injuries, we unfortunately slightly less impactful, but I think Jamal Taylor's um, season, season is over. Yeah. yeah, I think his season is over. Probably his career as a Niner, I would imagine, considering he's a free agent. At the end of the season, which is a shame, um, it just keeps hitting us, doesn't it? Um, I think Alex Barrett as well got got a knock towards the end of the game. We just can't seem to get away from it. It's just this time wasn't big names and big impactful player, but all good to these guys. Uh, swift recovery, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So before we move off the defense, I've just got to say one thing, and um, that, that's Jimmy Ward. So. Obviously, last season, I thought Jimmy Ward was excellent last season. And I've mentioned it a couple of times this year where I've said, I don't think he's really earned the contract we've given him because he hasn't been great this season. Um, but the last, for me, the last couple of games, he's been okay. You, you call him out on that one um, play against the Saints. I went back and had a look at that. And yeah, he, he, it looked as though he was getting pushed back, but he was backpedalling anyway to, tr- to try and get a b- better angle. So... I'm not so sure about that. Um, but the the stat that I've just seen from PFF, he's graded the highest graded safety in the last two seasons from last night, 94. Yeah. 94.6, I think it was. Um, and I thought that was excellent. And it just goes to show what a great game he had. But like like you, Najee, I don't think he's just had a couple of decent games. I thought all oh, last season he was great. Um He's coming back into it now this season. He's playing a lot better. But the three seasons before that, he was a bit of a, a spare part, um, basically taking up a roster spot. And he had a lot of injuries as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not overly concerned about his past performances. And I think, given what he did last night and given what he did last season, I, I think he's probably worth that contract that we give him. Um, I, I wouldn't expect us to get rid of him at the end of the season. No, I don't think so either. I think I think the team has got way too much confidence in him and in what he does and and his work ethics. And I just, you know, to I've said it many times. To me, a safety is a difference maker, and that's what he was yesterday. Two fumble recovery, uh, two fumble force, Sorry, uh, you know, many tackles, no plays allowed. Big tackles in the box, big tackles everywhere. That, that's where you should play all the time. You need, you know, you need your safeties and your big play safeties to, to play like this. Now you don't need to have a 94 every game, but you know Fred Warner is a part of 80 every game, and that's all I'm expecting from him for for the money he's getting. And he's never been that close until last night. So if you can build on that, build confidence, and play like this throughout the season and and win us a playoff spot, then, and, and I'll change my tune and, and I'll hold my hand up and say I was wrong. But it, one game doesn't change the way I, you know, he's been with us for six years yeah. now. And is to me, yeah, last season was good. And he's got one good game this year. That's, that doesn't justify a six years contract. So let's hope he, he can put more performance like this. I will say, though, that he started playing well after after the Taylor injury. Uh, when he came down and played the the nickel slot, so is that an indication of his skill set? Is he actually a better nickel than than a safety? Maybe, um, maybe it was just 
you know, everything went well for it on, on this game. But yeah, kudos to him. As I said, I'll, I'll hold my hand up and say, you know, bravo and good game, mate. Thank you. And, but we need more, more of those. <laughs> yeah. More of those and, and we'll be fine. Okay, then. So let's, let's move on to the offense and let's leave the negative until the end. <laughs> um, and I think I'll start off with Debo. Debo was Amazing. excellent. And he, he was so good, in fact, I'm going to take back my comment on the mini state of the franchise show. <laughs> He's definitely <laughs> going to be with us for a long time. He, he actually reminds us of Anquan Bolden in, in his stature and his ability yeah. to hold onto the ball. Um, every, every time I see him run with the ball, that's that's the first person I think of, Anquan Bolden. So if we can get somebody who can actually throw the ball downfield, it's, it's going to be really exciting to watch him yeah. play. Yeah, but career day for him uh, after coming back from an injury as well, so not necessarily up to game speed. He's such a difference maker, and I think you know people. We, we've been telling people we're missing Debo, uh, and I've been saying you know that he's is a massive loss every time we don't have him. It's just it's just an X factor. He can do everything. All these plays where he just breaks two, one two tackle. It's not just that he gets 12, 15 yards in a first down. It just pumps up the whole team. Everybody gets excited. Everybody wants to do better to, you know, to rise to his level. And yeah, career day. I don't have the stats here, but it was pretty impressive. Was it 16 catches? 11 catches for 133 yards. But like you said, it was was the yardage after the catch, wasn't it? It just makes our offense so much better. Like, I'm glad you've changed your mind, Lee. You're back on this side of the. <laughs> well, he is so, so, anyway. so let's just let's just qualify what the comment was. Obviously, we, we're only a season into uh, Depot's career, and, and generally, when if you're going to pay a wide receiver big money, it's it's generally somebody who's the, the likes of Julio Jones, mm-hmm. that that type yeah. of impactful player. Whereas you can generally get a half decent wide receiver, although it's proven very difficult for us to get a half decent wide receiver. <laughs> Um, in the draft or in free agency. And that's why I was thinking, are, are we likely to pay big money once this contract comes around when there's other bits, other, other uh, positions, which obviously the 49ers definitely covered more than wide receiver, that the likes of defensive end, without a shadow of a doubt, it's all about the defence, the 49ers. No, I, I, know, I know what you're saying, but like Nadji was saying, it was that 24-yard catch and run on third down last night which set up the field goal. It's moments like that. It's a difference maker, like Nadji said. Jimmy yeah. Ward needs to make a difference. Last night, Debo, it reminded me of the Kittle run against the Saints. You know, we needed that yeah. last night. And like Nadji said, he made everyone around him play so much better. It's just a shame he had Nick Mullins throwing the ball at yeah. him last night, I'm sure. It's, it's, <laughs> it's also, it, it also brings so much versatility to our offense. It's it's harder to do to prepare as a defense for because you have to account for what he can do and the potential. Even if just having him on the field makes, you know, the safety second guess and, and the linebacker second guess what's going on. Um just just for him being here and when we'll have Ayuk and him together then it's double you know double the trouble so yeah I mean what can we say I think he's the MVP of the game um to me anyway just he just took the game on on his back and just carried us um even when we needed it at the end to get Robbie Gold just a tad closer to make sure they would make it instead of a you know, 50, 51 yarder. Uh, so, so something it. I'll say about that player. 
let, let's give a little bit of credit to Ross Twelly, who yeah. actually knocked the soul out of Aaron Donald. You could actually see his soul leaving his body with that look. <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I was going to have a good chat to Ross Twelly because, uh, you know, we talked about it on the state of the franchise. Maybe we wouldn't have him back. But I think last night he played an excellent game, uh, much better than Jordan Reed played. So, uh, yeah. Let's give him some kudos. He, he he had a couple of good catches. He had an amazing, that amazing block, which you can find on Twitter. Um, and he yeah, he, he just played really, really well as as a backup. The way we want him to play, just to step up, step up here and there, and and spring Debo, uh, you know, forward for that for that go ahead field goal, which which we all wanted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, all the positive to me, uh, most are. What did you make of it, Paul? Yeah, great to see him back. I mean, he didn't have a great day. And when he fumbled, I thought, oh, we've yeah. just been wanting him back on the field. But despite that, Nadji, his presence gives us a legit run threat. He opens up the play action. He's got a touchdown. I mean, he had a number of good runs. He's only going to get better, in my opinion, from here on. So I'm, I'm glad he's back out there. Carl uh, Yusek had a good game. Richie James. I just... Like you said, up until that weird where we give the 17-point turnaround, it was looking good. I, I was sat thinking, Nadji's got his wish here. This is going to be a comfortable night. But yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I, I thought most that it just showed he hadn't been playing. I mean, we talked about yeah. the preview show, the offensive line. Like Lee said, there's not, they didn't have a great night last night again, but they didn't exactly have a bad night, did they? There was a couple of false starts. There was... Trent Williams wasn't at his best. But overall, I'm quite happy. What about you, Lee? Yeah, so both Mostert and Coleman looked a little bit rusty, which Wasn't. was understandable when they first started the game. Um, yeah, but as, as they got into the game, you could see them starting to loosen up a bit and it, it, looked, more, it looked more fluid, the running towards the end of the game. But yeah, they definitely looked a little bit rusty at the start. Obviously, the pair of them have shared a, a fumble each there, yeah. um, which wasn't great. Um, but luckily enough, I mean, we've won the game, so it, it's a type of thing that you can just forget about. They've had a fumble, so what? I remember one season, Frank Gore having six fumbles in the season. It happens. So yeah. not too worried about that. Um, as far as the rest of the, the offence is concerned, We'll get to to the one area where <laughs> obviously it's all going to be neg. Well, the vast majority is going to be negative. We'll leave that till the end. Uh, what, what I want to touch on is the O line. Um, so yeah. there were some comments made about the O line not being very good in pass blocking. Well, no, they're not great at pass blocking, but they're absolutely fantastic at run blocking, and that's how we play. We're a yeah. running team, and that's why we've gone for offensive linemen who are predominantly great at run blocking um mcclinchy yeah, yeah i mean mcclinchy was turned around a couple of times by aaron donald a perennial all pro <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah let's not forget we, we you know our center is is fourth game as a center ever um and we had a a rookie starting at, at right guard so you know this isn't your typical all-line we're still missing with ridgeberg and and Brunskill should be should be playing guard and not center, you know. So it's it's a big difference. You can see whatever you want, but go, you know, having a having a rookie in there taking on you know Michael Brockers and Aaron Donald, it, it's not 
<laughs> for your first ever start, that's not necessarily what you want, you know, or maybe that's what you want, you know, the biggest challenge. But yeah, I've, you know, I think they played well. The, we are not designed to to pass protect predominantly. We we're designed to run the ball, and uh, I mean, we didn't run the ball extremely well, but you know, it was good enough. Um, so. What more can you ask? Especially, I thought Makiewicz had a good game, considering. Yeah, I did. I, I thought he had a half-decent game. I mean, I, I was expecting him being taken to the cleaners all yeah, day exactly. long. But, yeah, uh, yeah he, he did okay. Um, and I thought McClinchy did all right. Like I said, there's a couple of times he did look like a bit of a turnstile. But he was going up against Aaron Donald. I mean, to be fair, Lee, I mean, the poor Rams couldn't practice properly last week because of the wind. I mean, that, that's, that's why they've lost the game. I don't know if you've seen that on Twitter, some of the things of, that have been coming out. Like, to be honest with you, Lee, I'm fully on the same page as you after Sunday. The way Aaron Donald was going on during that game, and, you know, when it was looked like they were getting back into it, I thought, yeah. I'm with Lee, yeah, yeah. I sat at home watching it thinking, I don't like him. Great defensive player. But the way he was prancing around and his attitude, so that block by Ross Dwelly, I think we all we all felt, yes, get in there, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> and he definitely knows who Debo Samuel is. Or if he doesn't, he should do by now. Well, yeah, it's funny because I was thinking about tweeting him, asking him if he knows who uh, <laughs> Ross Dwelly is. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably thinks he's a bus. Yeah, yeah, that blog's insane. I encourage everybody to just find it and look at it on repeat a few times. It's pretty cool. I hope Dwelly's all right, though, because Aaron Donald is a big dude. <laughs> well, like I said, I mean, you've seen the, you've seen the replay. You've seen that yeah. uh, tweet from Brian Baldinger. Oh, it was just so good. The, the way Aaron Donald's body went back, like I said, you can just see his soul actually leave his body. You can imagine what he felt like as he was thumped in the chest. It was just fantastic. Yeah. Loved it. And I'm glad it was him that got that hit. Yeah. So, okay, so let's, let's move on to the other piece of the offense. So I'm, I'm going to probably say something that's going to be an unpopular opinion. I don't particularly think that interception was Nick Mullen's fault. I thought it was, no, a, I really, I thought it was a really great play by Aaron Donald. Yeah, and I think it's more luck. You bat it, that ball can go any number of direction and it decides to go straight up in the air and next to a Rams player, it could have been batted to the floor, it could have been batted out of bounds, it could have been batted to one of our players. Uh, it just, you play that player 50 times and they pick it maybe 20, you know, it's just, yeah, I, yeah, I don't exactly. think that was a bad, a, a no, bad pick. And that's not what I have but, a problem with. With Nick he, Mullins, his accuracy uh, was terrible last yeah, night. Yeah. He, he got away with two or three other interceptions that the yeah. Rams should have had. hundred uh, percent. He's he he tried really hard to to lose the game again. He looked um, terrified. He almost, yeah, yeah, he um he almost did. Um, I mean, this is just just tell you how small margin is. Um, like if it almost felt like the Eagles game. Um, if you watch the game. They feel very, very similar, except a couple of interceptions. You take that away and we win against the Eagles. And then the Rams don't get it because the ball is not just right and, and we win the game. It's just, yeah, but he was dreadful. Um, again, panicking in a pocket. Um, I mean, yeah, he wasn't the pressure, but yeah, you're right. His accuracy is just 
I don't know if his confidence is sure, if he knows his time's over, or if yeah, something is something is not right. He's not playing the same as he was um, when he when he walked in for Jimmy, or or, or in in 2018 when he played with Carefree. He, he didn't care. Whether he was winning or not, but yeah, no, terrible performance by Mullins. Um, I don't think we'll be better than that at QB for the rest of the season until. Jimmy comes back basically, um, and if everybody wants to see Bedford, um, I, I just I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I think Bedford is worse than than Mullins. Yeah, and that 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 was going to be my next question. You've already answered it, which is: Is Mullins still our currently our best chance at winning? Well, I'm actually uh, I'm I'm actually for trying Josh Johnson if if he's ready to try because. Maybe he's better than Mullins. Um, I think he was all right in the AAF or the XFL, whatever he was playing in. Uh, he's been a QB for longer than Mullins. He played in the NFL. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind giving it a go and and see what happens. It, it really, it's hard to do worse. Um, at least that, we're not the Broncos. So yeah, I think the problem we've got there is if we bring in Josh Johnson, then Shanahan's going to have to really dumb down the playbook. Yeah, that's what I mean. If if he's ready to take on, you know, good duties and all, uh, the problem is we need to win games because we're still in it. So I yeah. think I think our best chance is 100% Nick Mullins from here. To me, it's either Nick Mullins or or Jimmy. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing Josh Johnson if if he's ready to play at a decent level within the playbook to be able to win games, which um, probably will take a bit longer. So potentially we, we might not need to see Josh Johnson. So when Jimmy went out, the initial prognosis was he was going to be out four to five weeks with that high ankle sprain. So last night was week five. Okay. Let's just go back there. Was is that right? Week five. Seems a bit early. On, no, or next week. Next week is week five. Yeah. I mean, while so, you're looking for that, Lee, I mean, Najee, it could be worse. Jared Goff, four-year, $134 million extension. Wouldn't yeah. say he played particularly better than Nick Mullins last night. So. Well, according to the uh, the Rams UK fan base, Nick Mullins was the better quarterback. Yeah, I mean, the, our defence really stopped. And that's what we that's what we said in, in a preview. If we can get Jared Goff slightly off balance, making throws he doesn't want to take, or, you know being slightly uncomfortable then you get you know it, you don't get the Jaragov that went number one overall it's just this guy he's been showing it for five years we know what he's like he's never going to be uh, Aaron Rodgers or, or Pat Mahomes he's going to be good sometimes and he's going to be dressed from some, some others um, and that's what the defense did they just kept him off balance kept cut and everybody covered for longer than Goff wanted and if, as I said, if they don't get their play right on time, run right on cue, that's the Rams. It just doesn't work. If they get into a rhythm, it does. And then, you know, they just never could. So, yeah, no, I, you know, I'm, I, I would still have golf over Mullins if I had the choice. Yeah, no, I was, I, was just saying about his, I was just saying about his contract. I mean, to be honest, yeah, the yeah. good thing for me with Mullins was he kept his composure at the end. You know, even, you know, he moved the ball, didn't he? Like you said, Najee, about Jimmy before, we don't need him to be a superstar. Game plan, get the ball out, move the chains. And after that wobbly bit in the middle, he, he came back. Like you said, let's just see what happens next week against the Buffalo Bills. 
See, we've got under centre. Yeah, that'll be a tough game. It's a very similar game to me. Uh, we'll talk about it on Friday, but it feels like we're playing the Rams 2.0. Uh, Josh Allen is basically Jared Goff with added running ability. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about it. <laughs> what about uh, Kinlaw? I know we've mentioned the defence yeah. quite a lot, but uh, it, was, it was amazing to see him run that in. Yeah, that was awesome. That yeah, was, that was really good. I it, think in between them catching the ball and actually getting in the end zone, I actually got up, <laughs> made myself a cup of coffee, sat back down again, just as he was diving over. I was going to yeah, say so you mentioned you, something about that. You go and tell him to his face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, no, that was a great play. I think it's a great, you know... The thing with these guys is they work so hard all season, and he has made stride. We've, you know, we've picked up on it. We've talked about it. He's getting better every week, and having a player like this is great for the mentor because it's like an achievement. To you know, you you've worked this hard, and well, guess what? Here, here's some payday. Here, have some fun and get yourself a touchdown and and maybe some recognition, rookie defensive player of the week or whatever. That's probably going to go to Jeremy Shin, but. Um, you know, it's it's good to see. Um, it was well needed as well because our offense really wasn't firing at that point, and it puts us in a comfortable lead, which which we really needed because I think the game would have been different otherwise. So, yeah, I mean, if you can turn into a, a playmaking machine, because he's in coverage. Let's let's not it, people watch the watch the play again, people. But he's he's dropping coverage, which is you know quite difficult to do, especially for a rookie. And he reads it really, really well. It's a, it's a great play. So it just, it, it's not like he just fell to his lap. He, he actually made the play. So yeah, kudos to him. Well, good, great play. Can you remember which one was Jimmy's last game? It was the Seahawks. That's yeah, what I thought he went it was. Off, I was going to say he went off against the Seahawks, didn't he? Yeah. First time. So, so Seahawks, last night. Yeah. So I was right. So last night was week. Oh, no, that's five weeks. No, it was four weeks. Four weeks last night. Yeah, okay. So yeah. five weeks after the Bills. So potentially, yeah, Put, next, potentially. next week. So yeah, yeah, I suppose... wouldn't want him... Go on, go on. Oh, no, no. I was going to say, Nadji, probably the same joke. I don't want to rush him back. Yeah, exactly. You know, Let's not I have know. the Seahawks yeah. game all over again against against the, the Bills. The Bills have a good defense as well, so let's not. If he's not right, just sit him. We we can win without him. We've just proven it. You know that was a great team win. Um, and we, you know, Coleman's going to be back next week. I think we're going to get, you know, yeah, DJ Jones going to be back. Um, Armstead and Trent Williams are going to be allowed to practice because no COVID. Ayuk's going to be back. We're going to be a much better team against the Bills. Um, but yeah, that was a great win as a team. That that was a nice thing, despite you know four turnovers. I think. Which were a bit scary. Uh, if we can really eliminate these and and the bad plays, I, I remember one drive where we, you know, were in third and thirty-five or whatever. It's just if we can eliminate that kind of play um, and just go forward and, you know, as I said, like you know, when we were fourteen or was it 10, 10 free up and we went down, and we just score a field goal. It it feels good rather than punting again or throwing a pick on on their twenty or something. It's just we need to play positive football and, and we'll win games. Um, five to go and we're 10 and six. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So to wrap, we, we've kept our playoff chances alive. 
Mm-hmm. We're now only one game back from a wildcard spot, and we actually have to play the team that's occupying that uh, final spot. And with that said, let's move on to the latest developments. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Levi Stadium has been shut oh, yeah. down by Santa yeah. Clara County. And therefore, we now look likely to be playing our home games in Arizona, which, to be honest, I actually think this might work out well for us because, obviously, we have to play the Cardinals on the road. We'll have already played two games in back-to-back weeks in their stadium. Yeah, there'll be three games at the same location. That's right. And because there's no fans in the stadium, is is it really going to make any difference? No, I think it, I think you're right. It might be a good thing for us. It's like a camp. I think all the players are going to have to travel, which reduces the risk of catching COVID. And, you know, when you go home or in between, when you stop at the Starbucks or whatever, whatever you stop on, on the way and land yourself on the COVID list for, for five days, um, that's going to reduce that because all the teams are going to be in the same hotel. They're going to be, you know, I doubt they'll be allowed to travel back and forth between California and Arizona. So, no, I think you're right. I think it's good. It's like a little mini camp where all the team can put their head down and hopefully, you know, win win the next three games. And then we're in really good shape to try and push for a playoff spot. Yeah, without a shot of a doubt. Right. Thank you, fellas, for joining us again. Thank you. Thanks for predictions. Once... <laughs> the work great predictions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, th- and there was a lot of people thinking we were crazy. Yeah. We know that what we're crazy. doing. Well, that sometimes we know what Martin we're doing. Hughesley, I say not as crazy as Martin Hughes, who did want a forty-two-three win, and at one point it looked like it was likely. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. We'll be back on Monday. No, we won't. We'll be back on Friday with the preview show. If you haven't done so already, please rate us on iTunes and remember to subscribe to ensure you get the latest podcasts when they are released. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49er Faithful UK. Until Friday, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart Like Joe Montana in the corner deep heart Garrison Hurts, stiff form going 99 Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline NDB, greatest on the up all time Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick With all students and Bill Walsh, don't ever forget